Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I am joined by Chef Rome, and uh, his name is also Jerome Brown. How's it going, Chef? What's going on, man? How you been? I've been doing good. I uh, When I was presented with this interview, I knew that this was going to be a good interview after looking at... Uh, <laughs> All like looking at your amazing resume. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. And here cooking it up right now, man. I have 450 guests tonight, so you know it's it's, it's a nonstop, it's a nonstop situation, and and you know we're in there cooking it up. I got the staff in there slicing and dicing, and it just doesn't stop, man. So do you have your do you have your own restaurant uh, where you're at? Well, actually, I'm I'm an executive chef of the Rocky Mountain Event Center, which is our convention center in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. And um, so as the chef, you are in charge of everything. And so we have a staff right now literally setting up for 450 guests, and the chefs are in there cooking, and we're just getting ready to make it happen. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time out to, to speak with us today. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so you said that uh, this all kind of began in North Carolina for you, your passion for cooking and uh, and pretty much where, where all this began for you. Correct. I mean, for me, um, being a, a, a personal chef to the stars back in 1996, 97 rather, that, that really kind of set the course for where I am right now today. Um, you know, at, at being a personal chef for you know, the Shaquille O'Neal's and, 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 and doing special events for the Obamas and, the, and Disney and, and so on and so forth, man, it's really just opened up a lot of doors. You know what I mean? Just, just opened up a lot of doors and it's actually allowed me to expand my, my level of creativity because you have to be so ready for so many different things that um, you have to always be at the top of your game. You know, there's no letdown, and so, you know, it's just a lot of preparation, brother. I was, uh, so, so I was looking at the photo of you and Shaq, and Shaq just kind of towers over everybody, pretty much. He's taller than me sitting down. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, Shaq is, Shaq, is like, Shaq is like 19 feet tall, pretty much, so. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Everyone says I look like his, I'm his son. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, so when you do uh, cater to these or prepare for these chefs, do they tip pretty, quite well? Well, it depends on the circumstances. Um, for my private events, yeah, oftentimes, you know, people tip very well, actually, um, or the perks are through the roof, you know, that you can consider as a tip. But as a personal chef for these athletes, these entertainers, you know, during during my last 20-plus years, I was their actual personal chef, and so I literally had a salary. I had a salary that I would get paid once a month, twice a month, oh. however it went. And yeah, and so the, it was the perks more than anything. You know, I'll never forget when um, when I was killing the chef, Hurricane Katrina was coming, mm. and um, he said, "John, what are you going to do during this hurricane?" And I said, "I'll probably get somewhere and duck." And, you know, and he laughed. He says, I'll tell you what, let me show you what I do to change the weather. And and so he says, go home and pack a bat, come back, and and, um, and 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 we'll go from there. So I'll go home, I'll pack this bag, come back, and there's these two two uh, 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 cars out front 
waiting to load everybody up, all our luggage, and we drive to an airport and we get on a private jet and go to Los Angeles. To me, that was a tip of a lifetime. <laughs> I mean, wow. So, you know, it's just an amazing perk, man. So, uh, would you say, out of all the celebrities that you've cooked for, that uh, he he would be your favorite that you've gotten to cook for? Um, I wouldn't say yes or no because every last individual that I've actually been a personal chef for, you know, have taught me something different, or they've they've sown something different into my life that I can live on today beyond finances. It's just information or. Uh, financial information, knowledge, just good sound advice. I mean, my very first client, which was Isaac Austin, an NBA player, he said to me, he said, listen, here's the best piece of advice I'm ever going to give you. And this was after Clear Blue. I was in there cooking his lunch one day. He said, I want you to create for yourself multiple income streams. He said, when I finish playing basketball, these people are not going to be in my face like they are now. The cameras will be gone. The crowds will be gone. And if I if I save my money, I make good use of my money, I'll, I'll still have it. He said, I want you to create opportunities for yourself moving forward long after I'm playing. And that piece of advice turned into 23 years and other businesses that I'm able to use still to this day. And that was in 1997. Mm, wow. Wow. So now, are 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 these stars like uh, very specific in their food choices? I mean, uh, do you have to be like, do they give you like very specific instructions on how they like their food? Um, yeah, initially, uh, you know, it, it depends on what why they're hiring you. See, a lot of people see it as just a luxury, but it, it's beyond that. These stars, these athletes, they have specific needs. On a game, for example, on a game day, um, I would have to prepare meals that's going to cause that athlete to perform at an optimal level from this period of time to that period of time. And when it comes off the court or the field, then it's putting back what they expense during the game, right? So you have to know and understand proper nutrition in order to bring that about. Or in the case of Byron Cage, the gospel recording artist, he hired me just for a three-month stint just to help him lose 32 pounds to get ready for his photo shoot for the album cover and, and overall better health, get him on a regimen of eating better and working out. That's going to cause him to be in the best shape he has ever been because he had such a terrible uh, diet. And so, you know, then there's, there's stars who may hire you just to get them ready for a movie, whether it's put on weight, whether it's to lose weight, so, and essentially, you have to become an, a nutritionist as well as an excellent chef at the same time. Mm, absolutely. <clears throat> I've actually gotten to work in uh, uh, on television shows, uh, being a production assistant, and um, just seeing the behind-the-scenes of uh, the specifics of it, I think just kind of shows their personality on how uh, specific that they like their things, not just their food, but in, in life, per se. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly right. I mean, they're, they're, you know, when you see stars, oftentimes they look really good. Yeah. And people will say, well, they, can, they have the money, they can afford it, they don't have time to work out. And really what it's all about is making your lifestyle fit best for you 
to be the best you you can be from a health standpoint. We, you know, I oftentimes tell people, so it's really about uh, subtle changes, to tell you the truth. You can pretty much eat what you want um, in most cases, not all, but in most cases, as long as you're working out. Eating right and working out go hand in hand. One without the other is a half job, and you're only going to get half the results. And so, and I had to, I had to take that lesson myself. You know, my daughter, my daughter, look, I love a good beer, man. And <laughs> and my daughter looks at me and she's like, Dad, come on, like, you're, you're like you're over fifty now. You know, you're in a gut, and you know, like what's really? And she's a trainer, of course. So so she's looking, and she's looking in a way that most people wouldn't really pay attention to. And so now we're we're working on a cookbook, a father daughter cookbook that's geared towards just that, eating right and working out, and how it goes hand in hand, father daughter. And you see what I mean? And so it's those things that I have to even do for myself, not just kind of you know preach it to other people, so to speak. And uh, speaking of uh, books, uh, you also have another book that's out called Eat Like a Celebrity, which was Cookbook of the Year. Yep, that was 2014's Cookbook of the Year uh, by the African American uh, Literary, Literary Award Show. Uh, that that book uh, is a compilation of favorite recipes from different clients, my early childhood recipe favorites, and and just in my military days, all different recipes that stuck with me and stood out that I found to be really delicious, and I just kind of put my own spin on them, you know. And, and presented it to the world so that the world knows who I am. And and that actually led me to my current cookbook, which is Carolina Soul, the down-home taste of the Carolinas. You know, I talk about uh, foods that are indigenous to North and South Carolina. And, um, and we talk about everything, man, from moonshine to barbecue and, you know, my favorite places to eat between the two states. And, and, and I'm telling you what, buddy, I, it's it's full of delicious recipes, man. It's doing very well. Speaking of barbecue, I'm actually from Kansas City. I know that barbecue is also a North, ah. North Carolina thing too. Yes, Eastern Carolina, particularly. Yeah, yeah. We, we're more of a vinegar based there. You know, you you guys um, in Kansas City, you all have these amazing rubs and and sauces, um, yeah. sauces. Yeah, man, I love Kansas City style barbecue. The smokiness that go into that type of preparation is everything. Yeah, in Kansas City, you can't go anywhere without seeing a barbecue restaurant somewhere. Right, right, <laughs> and and it's it is like it, it's the same way here, but but it's just very different from anywhere. We're vinegar based, right? North Carolina is a vinegar based type barbecue, whereas South Carolina is a mustard based barbecue sauce. Right, so we have more of a of a glaze. They have more of a sauce, and and it's very different in taste. So you have to be ready for it. You know, when you when you taste it, it's very different from um, Kansas City. So absolutely, I love it though. I love it. I have yet to be in North Carolina, but uh, the barbecue is something I'm definitely going to go go after when I'm there. I tell you, I tell you a quick story about that. My mom was a Carolina girl even though she had me and raised me in North Carolina, in New Jersey and Ohio. When I first came down here, like literally moved here for, for like forever, going into my senior high school, 
uh, someone said, you want some barbecue? And I'm thinking ribs, <laughs> some amazing sauce on it. I'm like, yeah, let's get it. And then so they, they, they brought me this sandwich. And it had coleslaw on it with the on top of the, <laughs> the chopped barbecue. I was like, "What's this?" They said, "Barbecue." But this is this is not barbecue. They said, "Yes, it is." What kind of barbecue <laughs> are you looking for? I said, what, "What kind of barbecue is this?" Because this ain't the barbecue I know, you know. And so I bit to it, and it was delicious. It was very good. But I was like, "What? Well, where the ribs?" <laughs> and they're like. You're eating it. It's all chopped up. We have chopped barbecue, right? Oh, so, yeah. so I was, <laughs> so I, you know, that was my lesson on uh, what Eastern Carolina barbecue was. So, so what? So, as, so as a chef, do you have a favorite or least favorite dish that you like to? Well, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. My apologies here. Uh, do you have a favorite dish that you like to make? And if so, do you have a least favorite dish that you like to make? You know. Um, I love all cuisines, you know, um, everything except bananas. I'm allergic. I'm highly allergic to bananas. Can't have anything in a banana family. But I love seafood and, um, you know, different types of seafoods from all over the world, different experience, different ways of preparing it, Um, um, you know, different cuisines that prepare seafood in certain ways. Um, My least favorite meal to cook, is for is is for breakfast. I, I'm just not a breakfast. I make delicious breakfast. Don't get me wrong, but if, if I if I had to eliminate a meal to prepare, it would always be breakfast because I I just feel like you know the, I think the joy is taken out of it when you're dealing with people's different personalities the first thing in the morning. <laughs> you know, I just don't want. To, I just don't want to deal with it. You know, like, oh God, I don't want to do a breakfast. Today, you know, but uh, so I don't. I, I love all. In 2016, I was ranked eighth in the world out of the top 1,000 chefs in the seafood category, and um, and I think my passion for seafood really, you know, had an opportunity to be on display, and so whether it's preparing it from a Mediterranean perspective or a Cajun um, um, approach or, or, or just, or Eastern Carolina seafood, you know, I just love it. And so I think that would be my favorite overall. So, um, so you've also, so you've gotten to work with a a lot of celebrities uh, cook for them, but uh, have you also gotten to work with like, say a lot of the other uh, famous chefs like Emerald or Wolfgang Puck or Gordon Ramsay or anything like that? No, um, I have not had an opportunity to work with them per se. You know, of course, I've met them all, uh, uh, you know, some of the traveling in some of the same circles, you know, doing the Epcot Food and Wine Festivals and things like that. But in terms of working under them, no, the answer is no. Um, but it, it's it's pretty cool just to even be in the same mix as those, as those chefs um, that I do respect and look up to. Um, but I, you know, I have not had the opportunity to work under them. I mean, at the end of the day, it really kind of, we're all on the same level. Um, they do their thing, I do mine, and, and we can compare notes and learn from each other. But it's it's like apples and apples, you know, in, yeah, in some yeah. ways, in some ways, yeah.
So, uh, <laughs> so uh, does your family uh, just leave all the cooking to you uh, when when you guys are at home, or uh, does oh, everybody? <laughs> they can try it, but you know, I'm fortunate in that. I have cousins that are actual chefs that can really burn. And on both sides of my family, mom and dad, everybody cooks. Everybody. Especially the men. The men in my family on both sides can really cook. It's a, it's a, so they don't really need me. Uh, my sisters are the worst culprits of that, though. <laughs> when I come in, they all develop um, a level of arthritis in their hands suddenly, and, <laughs> and and their memory runs left, and they can't remember how to cook anything. And somehow or another, it's a, it, it always starts out, will you, listen, show me how you made this, and next thing you know, I'm the only one in the kitchen. And, and I'm like, like, where'd you go? <laughs> so in one year, one year they did trick me into cooking for my own birthday. My birthday is July 6th. <laughs> and so... Happy birthday. So one, thank you. I appreciate it. And so one year they, they literally tricked me into cooking for my own birthday party. I'm thinking it's 4th of July. You know, people are coming over. I'm not thinking birthday or anything, and and soon as it's done, like all of these people in there, a lot of my friends, I'm like, yeah, man, come on over, yeah. And the next thing I know is they're singing happy birthday, and I'm like, wait, hold up, <laughs> stop it. Y'all make y'all make me cook for my own birthday party. Well, we wanted the food to be really good, uh, <laughs> so I don't cook on Fourth of July anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, I mean, did, did you combine your birthday with the Fourth of July usually? No, I try not to because that's how you get caught out there cooking for your own birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. You, you learned your lesson there. Yeah, they set me up, man. They set me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now uh, you're on a a international tour, uh, the 2019 international tour. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm going back to Dubai once again. One of my favorite places to visit. I'll be hitting Nigeria. I'll be hitting Nairobi. Um, yeah, man, we we have a, a London. We got London, England coming up. Um, trying to think where else we we're hitting quite a few places this summer. I don't have the schedule in front of me, man, but I always love traveling internationally. Had an opportunity to hit Russia a couple of months ago. That was very exciting and different. Um, um, of course I bought me some vodka while I was there yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. So, you know, always, uh, seeing these new, new, new countries and places that I've been before is exciting to me. And, uh, just real quick, um, <clears throat> and then I will, uh, well, I, I do want to uh, say one more thing and then ask you one more question, then, then we'll let you go. Sure. Uh, just a couple other celebrities that you've had to cook for, um, uh, besides Shaquille O'Neal, is Colin Powell, Master P, and Priscilla Presley, and that's that's quite a list. I mean, that really is quite a list of prestigious people there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, it, it's 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 very different. It's very different from um, just being on. You know, you never know what it's like when when you're going to work for that type of a celebrity in that given moment. Priscilla Presley literally was quiet as a mouse. Um, Master P 
was there on business with you know with Damon Jones, NBA star, and you didn't even see the opportunity coming. And then Colin Powell, I was actually uh, working for Walt Disney World at that time, and that turned into you know an opportunity to to actually make his meal. And so and and I, and I had a chance to do it while I was in the military as well. So when he was Secretary of Defense, so. I mean, it was a great opportunity. Um, I look back on those days, and and you just never know what that's going to turn into. Absolutely. Just having that on the resume. So I've actually, I've actually gotten to meet Colin Powell, and he's a big man. He's a big man. Yeah. I mean, his yeah. uh, when because I, I got to so I got to shake his hand, and his hand like yeah. like overthrew my own hand. I mean, yeah. it was like twice the size of mine. Yeah. I mean, when you see him, and I had the opportunity to see him both as a businessman and as as a general. And so to see those stars, you know, it's like stars forever when, when he has his military uniform on. And you're right, he is a big man. People are oftentimes surprised when they actually see him. They don't realize he's as big as he is. But oh, yeah. yeah, man, I have a great deal of respect for Colin Powell. Um, he's one of my heroes and... Um, you know, he, he and General Schwartz, you know, were two of my favorites of, of all time. So, yeah, absolutely. yeah, the man's definitely done a lot of good for this country. Absolutely. So, um, so my so my final question for you, uh, uh, Chef Rome, is um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to do what what you're you're doing, pretty much? Um, it's like I tell young chefs all the time: remain teachable, remain humble. You know. Um, the word declares that he exalts the, the humble and he brings down the proud. And so when, when you when you take that, regardless of what you're successful in, if you remain teachable, then that means you're most of the time you're quiet about how you go about your business. And and when you're quiet, you'll 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 find that you observe more, you learn more. And and so I tell young chefs that all the time. If you go in with that level of arrogance that a lot of chefs have or a godlike complex, it really won't be long before you fail. Yeah. And I've seen it time and time again. And 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 I think that the biggest thing out of it all is to um <clears throat> say your thank yous and keep it moving. Thank you, keep it moving and pay attention to detail. And that's pretty that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's uh yeah. I mean I, I I think that that's really good advice there. I don't know much about cooking, but that definitely is good advice for for anything, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. And network, continue to network. Network with with where you where you see yourself going. Network in that space, and um, 